Welcome to the Fargo Christian Podcast. The Fargo Christian Podcast's mission is to bring together and have open conversations with pastors, business owners, nonprofit workers, and truthfully anyone who has our same mission in mind, uniting the church. Each week we will have conversations surrounding one main question, what is God doing in your life? Will you laugh? Hopefully. Will you cry? Maybe. All we know is that Jesus clearly lays out his goal for the church in John 17, and we are doing our part to accomplish that. We hope you enjoy. Hello, Fargo Christian Podcast. I'm here with Jordy Hutton and Nicholas Budig. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh... Possibly the best introduction ever. Yeah. Of our podcast, maybe of any podcast. I didn't introduce myself, though. No, that's, that's fine. Okay. Everyone should already know. The podcast is every ruined. Once, every oh. once in a while, Jordy will swear when he introduces us. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. So you didn't swear. You didn't mess up oh. either of our names. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so. Nick and I are very excited to be joined by our good friend Josh Link today. Um, Josh Link, if you are curious of why you recognize the name, um, it's because Josh is our most adorable friend. <laughs> so I don't know about. Of, I don't know about that. Oh no, it's true. Um, so you're just thinking of adorable people, and you're thinking of Josh Link. So that's. That's where you recognize him from. Um, but uh, Nick had the really wonderful idea of talking to Josh this week for our podcast. So, Nick, uh, why don't you tell everyone why? Um, well, Tell me why. Because because our, our good friend Josh, Joshua Glenn Link, served at one point in the military during his illustrious lifetime. And we thought since Veterans Day was this past Wednesday, uh, we thought, hey, let's interview a former military personnel. And the first person that came to my mind was him. Mm. And so we're going to talk to him. Yeah. Mm. Talk to him about what his life was from a faith standpoint in the military and what it has been like outside of the military. And so... Just, uh, I think, on behalf of Nick and I, and behalf on behalf of everyone listening, uh, first, just thank you for mm. your service, Josh. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't know why, but it's it's weird and hard for me to say that. Yeah. Would you agree, Nick? Yeah. Um, like to to, to you're. you're are you saying like in general or to like people specifically? Both. Like, is it hard just to say thank you, military personnel, or you say thank you, uh, such and such, <laughs> for your service? Um, I mean, I think either way, but mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, I just like I've always felt awkward saying it. Mm-hmm. It's kind Josh, of. Josh, you think it's awkward when people say it to you? Yeah, it is kind of awkward because it was my decision to do it. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> just doing my part, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, 
I mean, not a lot of, there's probably a lot of people that will listen to this and learn for the first time that you served in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I feel like I knew you for a while before I even found out. Yeah. But it's not something I talk about too often, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, so I'll just say again, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does, uh. I don't know, it's important, and I obviously did not serve. <laughs> not yet. But... Not yet, yeah. Yeah. World War III still a possibility in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> We're running low on time, but I suppose it is possible. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Nick, I mean Josh. Yeah. I mean Jordy. <laughs> I mean Josh. Nick. <laughs> Uh, just look, set the stage a little bit. Introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. Tell us your favorite things. Tell us your Ooh. favorite people. Hmm. Ooh, I like the favorite people question. Ooh. I well, I'm uh, currently a spe- special ed teacher at Fargo South High School. I teach ninth through twelfth grade kids with disabilities and special needs. I suppose you could say. Um. What was the other question's favorite things to do? Yeah. Favorite things to do. I like to go hunting. I like to fish. I like to golf now. Mm. Golfing is fun. Yeah. Yep. Because we all work at a golf course together in the summer. So kind of get into that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of an introvert, so I like to be at home a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, also, uh, I like to go to Drecker. You guys know that. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, every weekend I'm like, guys, let's go to Trekker. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, favorite people would probably be Anna, who is my fiance. Mm. Number one favorite person on earth. So, she told wow. me she was going to listen to this. So, all right. Yeah. Good. Hi, Anna. Shout out to Anna. Yep. Oh, she, she's not listening right now, Josh. Oh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> not yet. I know. I. But no, I made that mistake when we started recording, too. I feel like I can. I thought it was all live. Oh, I can say things about Anna, and she's not here to, like, defend herself normally. And so I'm just going to say, like, right now, when we're married, last night she was complaining about my clothes on the floor. And she's like, we're not, you're not going to do this when you're married. And I was like, well, Anna, I'll just keep my clothes on my side of the room. Problem solved. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. <laughs> And Anna's wow. not here to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you have so much freedom. Yep. <laughs> um, I think anyway. it's it's probably good that this is not the uh, the marriage advice episode. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, it might work out great. We, we we'll won't see. know until after July twenty fourth, twenty third, July twenty third. I will say she didn't like that idea too much. Mm. I don't I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> This seemed like a simple sure. fix to me. But anyway, I love Anna. She's great. She is great. Yeah. That's uh I don't know, I think I answered your three questions. You sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite your favorite people is Anna. Yep. Oh, and uh well you two guys too. Wow. We got our Yes. And my roommate Isaac. Is Isaac there? Yeah, he's playing Xbox. <laughs> he's back? Uh, yeah, he's back. Cool. <laughs> Isaac also serves. 
yep. served. He does. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tell Isaac thank you. I will. Right now. From us. Yeah. Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> Nothing. I don't think it's really... Oh, he's probably awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, 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 Josh, wh- why, why'd you go into the military? Um, I don't know. I think it was a big part was my older brother did it first. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. And so a lot of people said, I, like the saying was, oh, I got lost on my way to college. So that was kind of me. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then the army was kind of the easy, kind of the easy option, I suppose. Or it was a plan for the moment. Mm-hmm. And also I kind of just wanted to try it, you know, kind of like grew up playing call of duty and so as a high schooler i was like oh yeah call of duty i'm gonna go do that and it's nothing like call of duty at all you did real life call of duty <laughs> yep <laughs> what 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 did you what 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 did you actually do in the military what, like what was your hmm. specialty my, my mos or the yep. military occupational message, specialty message of service yep yeah it was uh 19 delta cavalry scout um so you, so you rode horses? Yes. Well, back in the day, like 1800, I would have been on a horse. You are old. Yeah. I <laughs> guess you could say our horses nowadays are made out of metal and wheels. So, sure. yeah, in that sense, okay. yes. So like, like our good friend Antonio would say, it's just a weird horse. Yeah, it is a very weird horse with like a lot of wires and technology and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. So, I I guess I should say just like answer, answer our questions as, as much as you would like or as little as you would like. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, this isn't even something that the three of us have talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, just because, like you said, you don't really talk about it much, and yeah, I suppose. I don't really talk about it too much because it wasn't the greatest experience I've ever had. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I got like a lot of my anxiety from. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people I served with, too, weren't particularly the nicest people. Mm-hmm. And so I hope none of them see it. Like, I certainly met some really nice people. Yeah. But, like, I was in a combat arms unit. And so I kind of, over the years, I kind of just figured out, like, if you're going to be in a combat arms unit where you potentially have to fight other human beings, you're probably not going to be the nicest person. Yeah. And so that's kind of, I suppose. Yeah. If, Cause if you're going to be able to, if you're going to be in a job like that, you got to be all right. You got to be a little rougher around the edges, I think, mm. which I don't know. Starting out, I certainly wasn't. So kind of, yeah. In hindsight, I wish I wouldn't have gone into combat arms I wish you got into like logistical support or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't describe you as rough around the edges. <laughs> no, I'm not. But adorable. Adorable. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know about that yet either. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what was what was your? I mean, you said it was kind of a, a tough time of your life. Mm-hmm. Um. But what was your what was your faith like going into serving? Mm-hmm. Going in, I don't know, just after high school, I just suppose I didn't really take it too seriously. I just kind of grew up going to church with my family, and I was like, oh yeah, 
I'm a Christian, you know. Um, but then certainly once I got in, like it went downhill pretty quick. And it got to the point where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not really, I don't really consider myself a Christian anymore, actually. Sure. I remember, like, when I found out I was being deployed, and I went and told my mom, and she was like, oh, she was pretty worried. She was like, Joshua, make sure you wear your body armor. And she was like, really, she was like, she said, like, put on your armor, referring to, like, mm-hmm. the Bible, like, the breastplate of righteousness. And I was like, didn't even, like, occur to me at the time. And heard that she was saying that, and I was like, oh, yeah, mom will have, like, my sappy plates, which is, like, my bulletproof plates. And she was like, no, Joshua, I'm talking about your, like, breastplate of, plate of righteousness the armor and stuff. Of God, yeah, yeah, the armor of God. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, mom, whatever. Hmm. And I specifically remember that because I was like, yeah, no, it's not going to help me at all. Hmm. Yeah. And so That's, uh... it's kind of, like, looking back at it, like a... I remember thinking a few years ago, like, how foolish that was and how dangerous it was, too, like, going into a situation like that. Like, Iraq was still a pretty dangerous place at the time. And I went in not spiritually prepared at all for it. Yeah. Like, I could have easily, like, a lot of... The soldiers were still dying over there, so... Yeah. So, would you say it was... Was it more you you were taken out of that like going to church with your family yeah well, or would you say it It was more of like was it because it, you weren't surrounded by like a community or was it oh yeah do you think do you think it was something you just left left the house you think it was something that could have happened whether you're in the military or not no it was certainly because i was surrounded by that environment mm-hmm. with all those those guys who like probably hadn't gone to church or don't like believe any of that stuff you know, it's yeah. isn't that an environment you would expect from, like, the secular society, I suppose you could say, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly because a huge part of it was, yeah, I didn't have the community, like, that I have at Relevant Life or with you guys. And I was, like, with all these other people who don't share the, or didn't share the same beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was it like then? It was like coming out then. So you, you had your time, like your faith was mm-hmm. somewhat there before you went in, and then it kind of fell away mm-hmm. while you were serving. And then, tell us about the the time coming out of the military then. Yeah, so kind of coming out, I suppose, is like hardly there at all. Even kind of pretty much stopped going to church, and then. I don't know. It's interesting. My dad sold the house that we were living in, and then I moved in with my grandparents, and they were like, okay, well, you have to start coming to church with us again. And I was like, okay, fine. So I started coming to church, and then I went on um, a missions trip to Sturgis with Josh Lorenz. That's where I met him. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then that's kind of where I got back into it and really started taking it seriously. But yeah, I don't know. I suppose after the military, I was like, like emotionally exhausted and spiritually worn out not there mm-hmm. yeah and sure. like mentally exhausted too yeah mm-hmm. remember at Sturgis like people started praying for me because I finally told everyone that oh man and I was like I was bawling my eyes out honestly <laughs> so I yeah. kind of got a lot of healing there so that's, that's cool. nice that's awesome. yeah 
And then you, you came to MSUM. Yup. And got involved with Chi Alpha there. You want to talk about that a little bit and that kind of step in your faith? Yeah. So Chi Alpha gave me the community that I needed, like really needed. Um, I met, like, I met you guys and then I met Divan, um, Elmaski, and he was currently in the army at the time still, and I don't, I think he still is. But I don't know. He just kind of, he gave me that kind of, support i needed like right after and you could kind of tell like how like mentally and emotionally exhausted i was just Mm -hmm. worn out from being in the army for six years and having to deal with all like not the best environment yeah but yeah i don't know kalfa yeah it was awesome like it was great to finally have that community again Mm -hmm. yeah i uh i i feel like i should tell the story of when when we met Josh. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do it. It was a, it was a, like it was a sidewalk cafe. So it was all of the campus clubs and organizations had tables set up, and the incoming freshmen and transfer students and students in general could walk around. And um, you know, a lot of it was probably just getting free stuff, but mm-hmm. some of it was also you know getting connected to different clubs or finding things on campus that you maybe wouldn't be aware of otherwise. Um, so I was at the I was at the Chi Alpha table, and Josh came up to the table and we talked a little bit. And um, he mentioned that he was looking for a church in town, and I asked him what what kind of church he wanted to go to. And he he said that he went to a, a non denominational sorry non denominational church in the cities. Um, and at the time, I was going to Ignite Church in Moorhead, and I thought I I think he'd really like this church. So I, I connected, I, I got his phone number and I said, let's, uh, like, I'll give you a call. I'll bring you with me sometime to, to ignite on Sunday morning. And I never called him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then we became friends and like, we led a Bible study together for a year. Mm, And, you know, I mean, this today still, I consider Josh one of my best friends and, Mm. um, I just didn't call him, and thankfully we we thankfully we still connected and became friends, and uh, you know we we were at relevant together for a while, and um, now you and Nick are still there, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it all worked out in the end, but I really felt bad when I re- <laughs> when I realized that I didn't actually do what I promised I would do. Yeah, I remember. I remember waiting. I was like, "Oh man, that guy's gonna call me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a good church to go to finally." <laughs> and then I didn't go to church for like a month. Yeah. So I was like, "He's he's gonna call me. I'm waiting. For I, I know he's going to." Oh dang it! That was a lot of uh, a lot of blind faith that that you just shouldn't have had in me, but in the end, it worked but, out. Um, it's it's funny because I'll. When Josh and I met, I don't, know, I don't know if it was at uh, at first assembly at, at a shift, or it was at uh, at public danger, mm. that house. But uh, I remember Isaac was telling Isaac Seely was telling me about you, and mm. he was like, "Yeah, this Josh guy is Josh Lawrence. He's gonna he's gonna be our host for our small group." I'm like, "Oh, awesome, sweet!" And so then I I think I sat next to you on the couch, probably the probably the flower couch at mm. at public danger, yep. and I was like, "So you're gonna." I think it was a super awkward just sitting next to each other because we hadn't met yet or anything. But it was like I was like, "Oh, so you're uh, you're gonna lead our you're gonna host our small group?" 
And then you're, I think you're kind of like, uh, I think so. And that was like the end of that conversation. <laughs> and then you ended up hosting Divan Small Group. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So uh, this, this is what our friendships are built on. Yep, just a lot of a lot of disappointment. Ter- and terrible communication. Yeah. Actually, I don't remember at all, like, when we met Nick. <laughs> I've been trying to think, it's like, gosh, when did I meet Nick? And nothing, <laughs> nothing comes to mind. Because one day you were there, and then the yeah. next day it's like, oh, we're friends, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How about that? How about how about that? Yeah. Now, now you're being interviewed on our podcast. Yep. Wow. So, Crazy. so going so going back to the college stuff. You you led a small group. Uh-huh. Um. How was what was that like? I mean, this was just probably a year after you started coming back to church and really devoting mm-hmm. your life to having a relationship with God. What was it like leading a small group? I don't know. I I kind of felt like the army prepared me for like a lead in a leadership like standpoint. Yeah. So I kind of felt mm-hmm. like I was just stepping into like. A fresh pair of boots, I suppose, or felt ready mm. for it. I was like, mm, "Good one, easy good one." Yeah, so I don't know. That kind of helped me. Like I felt like mm. I was more than ready and capable to do it. So mm-hmm. it was kind of fun too. It was a lot of fun yeah. actually. So, so like, so looking back on your time in the military, you thought you said it was like. You you did it was it wasn't very weren't very faithful. You didn't have a relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Was is there anything you look back on and you think like you can see God working? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There certainly were, and I know like I've thought of this before too, but I'm struggling to come up with an example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I yeah. know like there certainly <laughs> was. Mm-hmm. I just. I'd have to think about that a little more because I can't off the top of my head. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm sure that's okay. <laughs> it was you said you were in for six years, right? Yeah, and it was. Yeah, so it's been almost ten years now since I enlisted. It's been three yeah. years wow. since my contract officially ended. I remember the the day you you were done. Oh yeah, you were like done, done. Yeah, you were very excited. I think we were like driving back from somewhere. Yeah, and you were very, very excited about that. Yep, <laughs> I remember that. Yep, World <laughs> World War Three can just go ahead and happen, and they can't call me back. <laughs> I'd be like, done. <laughs> done. I did my time. Yeah. You thanked me already. Take someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did not. How is it like? Gosh, what am I trying to say? Looking at your career now, has it? Do you think it shifted? Like, because you, so you're an you're an electrician for a little while. Yep. Um, and then you went back to MSUM to, to get an education degree. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think any of your experiences or time in the military? like led to led to the decision to come back and be an educator yeah i think so in a little bit like i remember when i first like thought about it being a teacher i was actually sitting in church and 
I don't know why, but I was just like, oh. And I was listening to, like, the pastor talk, and I was like, oh, I think God wants me to be a teacher. And at the time, I was already going to school for, like, electrical construction. I was, like, halfway done. I was like, oh, it's too late for that now. (laughs) And so I went and finished that degree and worked in that field for a summer. And I was like, well, this sucks. I hate it. So I guess I'll be a teacher. (laughs) And so far, I love being a teacher. Um, But I don't think the Army really kind of helped me to be a teacher, really. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of more... I think this is what God's plan for my life is, is to be a teacher. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. What was, what was that? One of the things that we talked about a lot on here is, is hearing God's voice and, and trusting God. Mm-hmm. So what was that, what was that experience like? like what in, about it made you think that, that God wants me to do this? I don't know. I just had this feeling. I was just sitting in church and listening to the pastor talk. And I don't remember what he was talking about. And I was like, wow, gosh, it'd be fun to be in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I don't know like how to explain it. Yeah. So I've never had like something like that strong before where I was like, oh, I think this is what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it, I suppose. Does yeah. that answer your question? <laughs> no, it does. It does. Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes really obvious and sometimes really not. Mm-hmm. Um, or like for me, sometimes it's just like suddenly I have a this like deep feeling of just like oh, how am I want to say this? Just all of a yeah. sudden, there's just a phrase in my head that's like, yeah. "This is what I'm supposed to do." Yeah, you know, and that that was um, the example that that I tell is with. So I was in school to be a teacher, and I am a teacher, but then. I am now working toward being a pastor mm-hmm. and I was, I was just up one night praying about life in general, not even, well, I guess about the upcoming school year, but, uh, I remembered just praying and getting excited about the school year coming up. And, mm-hmm. um, I just all of a sudden felt God, just the phrase, you learned everything you need to mm-hmm. at MSUM. It's time to focus on what you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it, it was just like, all of a sudden, that thought was there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, if I would have listened to that thought, like, when I had it in church that one day, like, I would have been, like, had my career, like, on track, like, two years earlier. Mm-hmm. So it kind of paid the price, because... And I was kind of like, oh, I told you you went like electrical construction. Like, that sucks. <laughs> and now I'm a teacher and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but I mean, because of that, you met your fiance. Oh, uh-huh, yep. Wouldn't, so, I mean. Wouldn't want it to happen any other way. Yeah. You, uh, so there's kind of like some, some pretty pronounced like timelines and, and key points. Like you went from from pre-military, your faith to military, and then to to, to c- campus, Chi Alpha College faith, and now you're a year away from getting married, mm. and I mean, that's like a a new like a new huge step. But like, what what's your like thought process on that? Being called to being like the head leader and leading Anna and in, in your guys' walk, 
Um, what is there? Is there anything like that's been going through your head on that? Yeah, kind of like I've talked with like Jordy a little bit about this too. Kind of how I don't know. I want to make decisions with Anna, like godly decisions. I don't want to be the husband to be like it's just me. I'm making the decision. I wear the <laughs> pants. Like like Jordy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. Like yeah. <laughs> not at all, like Jordy. Yeah, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna make like decisions with Anna. Yeah, so for sure. I want it to be healthy. Like I want, I value her input and her ideas and her thoughts. So I don't know. I, that's kind of the relationship I want, or, mm-hmm. or the, kind of the leader I want to be for her. Is to just yeah. listen to her and what she has to say and make the best decisions for both of us. Mm-hmm. yeah and she always and she would love she she would be so happy when she's gonna hear this she's like oh my gosh joshua you're the greatest <laughs> i know i know Anna. and she can't defend I, herself i have my moments <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's interesting that you that you bring that up because i um i did an interview with um ian and sage anderson mm-hmm and they are so next the next couple episodes will be theirs but that was something that they talked about so they just recently got married Mm. um and walking through like learning how to like have those healthy like the healthy roles in their relationship and Mm -hmm. um you know we talked a little bit about the um there's the passage like wives submit to your husbands and Mm -hmm all that and it it can be such a negative topic and such a negative like the word submit in there just Mm -hmm. makes it Mm -hmm. so difficult for people to like understand and accept so Mm -hmm. yeah for sure my uh i apologize my dog is is barking at me because she Ah. wants to go outside um so take it away classic (laughs) so what 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 has it been like i mean i guess during the process of like growing together with anna like from dating to to engagement in in like your guys's come like starting to walk in like a spiritual walk together Mm -hmm. what's that journey kind of been like it's been fun um i don't know we just kind of we're pretty open with each other, I think, about like what we kind of expect and what we want in our relationship. And we've already talked about like all we want it to be like, like centered on like God and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we've actually been talking about like reading a marriage book together. And I was mm. supposed I was supposed to ask Jordy <laughs> if he had any recommendations, Ooh. and I kept forgetting. <laughs> on yeah, on books. Yeah. Marriage. Any book. Books. I really like the Bible. Oh, I've heard of that one. <laughs> um, specific to marriage, though? Yeah. Let's see. I read... Um, I read The Masculine the masculine Mandate. Oh, uh, I remember you telling um, me about that one. Isn't necessarily one for Anna. It's kind of specific to... To guys but could she read it if she wanted to though i mean i, I won't tell her not to uh. 
And I guess what book we're reading. <laughs> um, but I like that one a lot. There's, uh, let's see. Oh, Lauren and I read one that I, I absolutely loved this one. Um, it was called Beyond Ordinary. Mm. When it, it, it's Beyond Ordinary when a good enough marriage isn't good enough. I think is the the subtitle something to that effect Ooh. anyway mm. um that one i really like that one yeah that like truthfully that that reading that book is kind of like a turning point in our marriage mm. what was it called beyond order er, yeah beyond ordinary mm. okay so i would recommend that one for sure i mm. i like the masculine mandate mm. also there's okay. uh I mean, there's there's a lot of books out there. Those are those are two that I that I read. Um, but I mean, you could ask any any married person, any married couple that mm. you know within like within the Christian faith, whatever. But yeah, they'd have they'd have other recommendations that are good too. But mm-hmm. I would I would very strongly recommend um, Beyond Ordinary. Yeah, and okay. I have it if you'd like to borrow. Ooh, okay. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her that you suggested the Lord of the Rings so we can both read it together. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> edit fair. that edit that part out so she doesn't hear it when <laughs> she listens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best the best book on marriage. The two Lord of the Rings, the yep. two towers. Yep. Because <laughs> there's two of you. Two of you. Mm-hmm. And it's about the two towers working together. Yeah. Yep. And an alliance. Just like marriage. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Trying to defeat Sauron. Yep. S, like Satan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> and then I'm I'm like Gimli. Mm. You are? Yep. The last of oh, your okay. kind? Well, it was the only name I could think of. Oh. <laughs> you're a dwarf. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, that's, what I was, that's what I was going for. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, I have such so a hard Josh. time. Sorry, just on Lord it, of the Rings. Oh. Lauren really likes Lord of the Rings, and it sounds like you also really like Lord of the Rings. Oh, I do. I have such a difficult time with the Lord of the Rings because I've only seen the movies once, mm. and mm. I saw them all in one night. Oh, and were we they the extended s- editions? Mm, I, it felt like it. I don't know. Uh, okay. Um, but the <laughs> we didn't start the first one until like. Ten thirty. Oh, so we just stayed up all night long, um, and all of the names are too familiar or too similar, mm-hmm. and the faces aren't all that different. Yes, elves. The way that it, the same. Yeah, so <laughs> it just I have a really hard time with that movie for those yeah. reasons. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, I woke up the next morning. I only got like an hour and a half of sleep, and I had to go farm that oh. day. So on an hour and a half of sleep, I woke up to go farm, and 
uh, this was one of the one of the scariest moments of my life. But I was at a friend's Uh-oh. house. I went upstairs. Um, I don't know Nathan Bates. I don't know if, if he's listening. But anyway, I was at Nathan Bates's house, and I went upstairs, and his mom was awake, and she offered breakfast to me. Um, so that she had a bunch of like they had a couple boxes of cereals out, and she said, "Do you want some cereal or banana or something?" And I looked at the cereal, and I wanted a bowl of cereal. But I couldn't see color because I was so tired. <laughs> and the three or four boxes of cereal that were there were literally, they were all four gray. And I couldn't see what they were. And I had oh no goodness. idea what they might be. And I didn't want to admit to her that I couldn't see color. So I just like, oh, no, I'm fine. And I, and I went to work. You should have just been like, all of that one. All yeah, of that give cereal. The, give me the gray, the gray one. <laughs> so Lord of the Rings made me lose the ability to see color for a little bit wow wow but aren't you colorblind uh, kind of I feel like I feel like in a way I've grown out of it which I don't know if that's even possible mm. but I used to have a hard time deciphering red and orange and I feel like for the most part I have it figured out now so you just went on on traffic lights yeah just full send it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There, uh, this isn't true about all stoplights, but my grandma always told me that there's one specific stoplight close to their house that's just a suggestion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, you know. Small town problems. Yeah, that was in <laughs> Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, basically. Arizona problems. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do daylight savings. <laughs> So, or count very fast. Wow. So, Josh, this episode's about you. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's uh? We like to ask our guests, our interviewees, mm-hmm. people that are not on this show as much as Jordy and I are. Yeah. Um, what's God been teaching them, or what they what have you been hearing from God um, during the season this year, um, or mm. today? Yeah, I think God's just been telling me. Lately, I just, I just need to take a chill pill, especially mm-hmm. like after living at huge danger, <laughs> which was fun, but I think I, <laughs> it was a fun experiment, but I think mm-hmm. I learned like after moving out, I was like, I just need to relax and like calm down <laughs> and like yeah. not get so worked up about everything mm-hmm. and also been trying to not be so like judgmental too. Like, I certainly went through a season of, like, just extreme, like, where I was just super critical and judgmental of, like, people. So, something I try to work on. Yeah. I think I've been a little That's bit awesome. better. Yeah, I haven't, you haven't said anything bad about Jordy for a while, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, gosh, I wanted to talk to you about something, actually, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you haven't, uh, you haven't said anything very, like, if you're ever going to say something critical about me, it's when we're playing cribbage. Oh, yeah. Because I <laughs> am somehow bad at cribbage. Yep. Um, but you have never you have never once said anything negative about my ability to play cribbage. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I would take that as success, yeah. unless, of course, you've said it to Nick. Then, mm. not only is it not success, it's also gossip. Ooh. So. Well, me and, me and Nick. Shame on you. Oh, 
Me and Nick, <laughs> we did say that we want to, our next thing we want to get good at is golf. So we can beat you in cribbage and golf. <laughs> and then we wanted to start playing tennis. So we, we just wanted to take everything from you. <laughs> everything you're good at, we just want to beat you. <laughs> no, the, uh, uh, the sad thing is, like, I've, there's not there's there's not many things that I'm just, like, noticeably better than other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and I can't say I'm noticeably better than other people at golf. I'm I'm good at golf if you've never played golf like you guys have. Uh. You know? <laughs> so I'm really good at golf to you guys because you're new to golfing. Um, mm -hmm. And like tennis, I've played for a long time. So it's pretty much those things in math. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no interest. That, that's, I have no interest in being yeah. good at math. So yeah, you can have <laughs> you can, you can have yeah, that one, Jordy. <laughs> cool. I would say the only way the only way that you guys will get better than me at math is if I commit the time to teaching you mm. to be better than me at math, yep. which I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hold on to something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Josh, yeah. What do you what do you, what do you recommend? What do I recommend? Yeah. About what? Anything. 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 For mm. for um for reference, I one time recommended a book. Uh, I one time recommended an album that mm. I liked. Mm. Nick mm -hmm. recommended one time the movie Moana. Oh, interesting. Oh, I recommend The Mandalorian. Ah, this new season oh. is really good. Cool. Yeah. I good. have actually been thinking about watching it. Oh. So it's awesome. I haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't. Been. I just might. Yep. Also, Pokemon Go. I've been going strong for three years now. So. <laughs> you have been. Yeah. yeah. Every time I That's... see you playing, I think, man, <laughs> he's committed. Yep. I I kind of think the reason you loved Public Danger so much when we lived there. Yeah. Was because there's that Pokemon thing right next to our house. Ah, yes, the gym. Yep. That you didn't have to leave the house for. Yep. <laughs> Some, sometimes you did. Sometimes in the middle of the night, you ran out of the house. Yep. And then came back. I, I had to go capture the gym. <laughs> yep. I remember doing that. There's one right next to my house, this, like Isaac's house. And I can. Oh, so you're not going to. Well, I don't have to. Like, I can reach it from my room. So I can just oh. whip it out and be like, oh, this gym's mine now. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Anna's a huge fan of it. She called me a nerd today, actually. Oh. Yeah. I was like, uh -oh. oh, Anna, you know how that makes me feel. But she didn't care. She was like, you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. An adorable nerd. Oh. <laughs> the, the best kind of nerd. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's what she would say, too. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I think... other... Go ahead. Oh, I... more recommendations? Hmm. Well, not really. I was trying to think of any. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Can't... Sorry. No, no. That's right. I'm not. <laughs> We're not mad. Oh. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just. You don't have to apologize to us. You have to apologize to the listeners. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I let you down. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> um, I think one one last question, and you don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but um, I think you know military and serving is is difficult and stressful, and I'm I'm I know everyone has different different experiences. Um, so your the way that you describe it wouldn't be the exact same as mm-hmm. someone else that you know that is listening that they were served or they know someone that served. Mm-hmm. Um, but just generally speaking, like how can we support you or pray for you or someone that's currently serving? Like you know, and I, I think mm-hmm. especially around holidays too. I, I imagine around holidays is yeah maybe a little a little tougher mm-hmm. yeah i would say like if you want to pray for current um like service members or former um ptsd is a huge one sure that i think mm-hmm. a lot of people struggle with and um for me i suppose it'd just be still like having or struggling with anxiety from, I don't know, just being in, um, yeah, I, I think, like, PTSD is probably the, the biggest one right now for, like, sure. former and current. I don't have PTSD, thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, was fortunate enough to not be in any, like, extremely, like, dangerous situations that would cause that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's what I would say is PTSD is kind of a, a beast. Yeah. Not yeah. fun to deal with at all, and right. I don't have any experience with that. So, Sweet. well, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll definitely be praying for those that that do struggle with that, and um, you know, also like I mentioned, just around the holidays, mm-hmm. being away from family is difficult. So yeah. that's another thing to be praying for. But yeah. Um, also, I would say like maybe people who like recently separated too from the military like just this last week my old section sergeant texted me out of the blue actually and it was nice to hear from him because he's actually a pretty nice guy i really liked him and he told me he's like he had just separated like a month ago and he was having a really hard time he was in the army for a long time sure so if you're in like that long and then all of a sudden you're just back in the civilian world it can be kind of a shock sure Yeah. yeah so sure it's just something else I would yeah. say, yeah. Um, well, so I think just in closing, Josh, thanks for you know being open and and mm. talking about this stuff on a on a semi public <laughs> platform. Um, it's it's available to everybody, but but certainly not everybody is listening yet. Yep. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I Nick and I really appreciate it, and um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. really love our friendship and mm, yep. are, are thankful for you yeah um individually and thankful for your service mm. mm-hmm. so you're welcome <laughs> and uh <laughs> and you're good at garbage yep yeah and yeah i i have to take anna's side you are a little bit of a nerd but it's <sighs> one of the things it's one of the things that makes you so great so yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're welcome. Um, <laughs> all right. So thank you for listening to this episode. Um, 
feel free to uh, follow us on Instagram or leave a review on whatever platform you happen to listen to our podcast. And as always, let us know if there's something you want to hear us chat about. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the Fargo Christian Podcast. Episodes will be releasing on Monday mornings. And you can find us on Instagram at Fargo Christian or at your local coffee shop. We just might be there. Bye. (laughs) Do we just stop recording or? Done. Wow. Done.